What is up, everyone? Welcome into episode 51 of Locked on Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Well, there is news to report on today. I can't necessarily call it good news if you're listening to this after it's uploaded on a Wednesday. You probably read a lot of this stuff last night. This first segment will be short, and it's just going to be me kind of reporting the facts. I mean, reporting the news that was uh, told to us yesterday, and then segment two is when I'll, I'll really kind of share my opinions on this whole thing, because believe it or not, once again, the business aspect of this I is not something I find particularly intriguing. Now, it's a necessary evil at this point, because the business aspect of the sport is what's going to determine whether or not we play baseball this year, but uh, smarter men than me can analyze this stuff, so I'm just going to kind of read off the facts here in this first segment, and I'm going to read off this piece by Jesse Rogers and Jeff Passan. This is from yesterday on ESPN.com. Jeff Passan's been all over this for months. Major League Baseball has proposed cutting the salaries of the highest paid players in baseball with the lowest paid players taking lesser cuts from their full prorated shares in its first economic proposal to the MLB Players Association. Sources familiar with the situation told ESPN. The long-awaited plan, you're not kidding, took them a a month to, to think of this proposal and it's terrible. I'll talk more about that in a bit. I was uh, I was going off of what was read. The, that was not said in the article. The long-awaited plan, which was delivered to the union Tuesday afternoon, proposes that high-salary players take significant reductions of what they would be paid during a prospective season, according to sources. While the size of the pay cuts is unclear, sources said the highest-paid players would receive perhaps less than 40% of their full season salaries. That is about correct. John Heyman came in with a tweet a few hours later kind of talking about what some of these salaries would look like. And basically, it is, it's what kind of a slide proposal, I think, was what was determined here that, you know, the, the more money you make, the more of a pay cut you're going to take. The one that I read, the number that a lot of people, including myself, responded to was that potentially Garrett Cole who is set to earn $36 million this year, or was set to earn $36 million, would make 9 mil this season. That is 25% of his expected salary. Now, look, everyone's going to blame the owners, and I, I blame the owners as well because, look, it's hip to jump on billionaires for their mistakes. And look, this is, this, this is in large part on them because they are absolutely out of touch with reality and not even of this earth. If they believe that this proposal was going to lead to the players saying yes, I don't think they did. For the sake of my sanity, I'm going to believe that they they brought this up as a proposal, believing that there would be willingness to negotiate on both sides. I'm going to choose to believe that part of the story. But I also am not on the player's side in the belief, like they are insane if they believe that they were going to get 100% of their salary this year. And yes, in all, in all honesty, do the owners have the ability most likely to pay these players in full and still make millions of dollars in 2020? Absolutely. I, I, they're crying poverty. That's garbage, right? Oh, I understand that. I, I believe that. But that's also kind of the way that economics and sports have worked forever. You don't always get what you want. And I think uh, now the idea of Garrett Cole making $9 million this year is, is absurd. That's insane. But 
overall, I think that this news really, really disappointed a lot of people, including players Marcus Stroman, who's always been one of the more vocal players in baseball, tweeted yesterday, it looks like there's not going to be a season this year. And I continue to believe him. I continue. I've, I've been saying this for, for weeks, and I'm going to talk more about why I'm so disappointed in, in the second segment, but uh, I've my my belief for a while was I was about 60% sure that there wasn't going to be a season. I'm like 80 to 85% sure that there's not going to be a season now. It's extremely disappointing, obviously, and I'm going to talk more about my frustration and the implications, what this means for the sport of Major League Baseball, what this means for this podcast in the second segment, but but they are officially in the end game now. They have probably, what, maybe a week to really come up with a concrete plan or else Thanos will snap his fingers and they will this entire season will turn to dust. This is a legit possibility now. They have waited and waited and waited. I talked about this on Monday that they have moved at an incredibly glacial pace for something that is pretty darn important. It's pretty important that Major League Baseball plays Major League Baseball. You would think, maybe not to them, maybe not to them. So that's actually, that's going to be it for the first segment. Segment two is going to be jam-packed and loaded with me rambling and and venting my frustrations. But yeah, for segment one, I just kind of wanted to report on what was reported yesterday and and discuss the facts. Segment two uh, will be a lot more of an editorial piece. It will be my opinion on this whole situation and me venting my frustrations. I'll be right back here in a sec with all of that. Mima Remedies is a CBD company providing full-spectrum CBD hemp oil and flour. The company is owned by Michigan State alums and Southwest Michigan residents, featuring only two ingredients, along with USDA-certified organic MCT oil derived from coconuts, CO2 extracted full-spectrum CBD from hemp Organically grown in Oregon, where MIMA founder Brandon Denler got his start in the industry working with other Michigan State alums. To celebrate MIMA's first season growing their hemp in Michigan, we are giving Lockdown listeners 25% off at MIMAremedies.com. Full spectrum extract retains terrapines and flavor of hemp flour, no additives or flavoring. All products third-party lab tested, always below 0.3% THC. Find MIMA on Instagram at MIMA Remedies, Facebook, and at MIMAremedies.com. And if you go to MIMA Remedies, use the promo code LOCKEDON for 25% off your offer. That's Locked On for 25% off of your offer. If you're looking for high-quality CBD products from a brand you can trust, MIMA is a match made in Michigan. Built Bars are tasty. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut free flavors. It says so on the packaging. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. I had my very first one just the other day, the peanut butter brownie one. And unlike a lot of other protein bars, which have a little bit of crunch to them, these, they really do melt in your mouth. And Built Bars are healthy too. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Look at uh, something like the peanut butter brownie, the one I just talked about. That's 20 grams of protein. 
170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. You can try them today, but we have a special offer as well. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. This podcast is sponsored by the audiobook edition of 24, Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In this reflective and inspirational memoir, the legendary Willie Mays shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. Widely regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experience meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a foreword read by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or are looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is the inspiring story of one of sports fans' favorite living legends. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 now wherever audiobooks are sold. And we're back. I think I held it in a little bit last segment. Uh, a little bit. you know, Held it in by, by my standards. Just trying to kind of report the facts. But I, I want people to understand that I'm fuming. You know, I'm, I'm really angry today. I'm angry because what's happening is exactly what I thought would happen. I, I'm a boisterous loudmouth with a lot of opinions. But the one thing people don't know is that the ones I respect the most are the ones who prove me wrong who silenced my doubt. And I wanted that with baseball this year. And I, I know I've said that they don't owe us a season. I retract that a little bit. I, I mean, it's true in the sense that no one technically owes anyone anything, but they owe you the right to be competent. And right now, competency means playing a season because every other sport is going to be able to navigate through this. Hockey. Freaking hockey is coming back. And I'm not angry about that. I don't have anything against hockey. Not a huge hockey guy, but I don't, I don't have anything against it. But I also know, as a as a layman in terms of hockey knowledge, that Gary Bettman couldn't commission a group of Boy Scouts to cross the street. They're coming back with a playoff system very soon because they're competent. So I'm not going to hold it in here. I, I'm going to ramble and see where this goes because I have a lot to say. And I, I know I have a tendency to overuse the phrase, I'm going to be honest. Like, I understand that. If I were ever to do a podcast on my own, I'd call it, I'm going to be honest. But I'm going to be so honest with you right now, it's it's going to break your back. Might need a chiropractor. Look out. And keep, keep in mind, I'm a reactionary guy. How I feel right now is different than how I might feel in a week. But right now, if the baseball season is canceled, I worry about the state of this podcast for two reasons. Now, I need to make this point. This has nothing to do with Locked On. I love Locked On. I love the people here. I love that they have given me a lot of creative control. I love how timely they are. I love how hands-on they've been. I think they're great. And I love the content creators here. I've met some really great, nice people. People who are sane, unlike me. People who talk to me like an adult and not just some talking head on Twitter, which is kind of what I've become, I think, to a lot of people. I want this to work. I want there to be a season. I want to talk about the games. I want to have fun. But there's two big reasons why I worry about this show's future if there's not a baseball season. Number one, I don't know if I can do a baseball podcast for 14 months having not talked about a single baseball game. 
there are some content creators who relish in that opportunity, like who would take the time without the game as a creative spark to do their own thing. I'm not that guy. I wasn't hired to be that guy. And that that's a factor, but believe it or not, that's not the biggest reason for my frustration. If baseball cancels this season, there will be damage done to my love of this sport and to my love of the Tigers that I can't say will be permanently damaged, but damaged for a long time. And you guys deserve someone who is going to talk about this game and this team with unbridled enthusiasm. Enthusiasm that right now I definitely have. But if I go 18 months without watching a baseball game, I don't know if I will. And I, I never, and I'm, that saddens me. I'm sad about that because I never want to lose my passion for baseball. You can detest every word that has ever come out of my mouth, but the one thing you can't deny is that I have passion. And I worry about how that passion will take a hit if there isn't baseball this year. I'll feel very betrayed. There's that, there's that great speech in Fever Pitch where Jimmy Fallon talks about how baseball never lets you down. You know, if it rains, they'll make it up to you the next day. I, I've always believed that. I've always believed that despite the greediness of the owners and the frustration that the players may have, I've always believed the purity of the sport itself would shine through. I don't know if I believe that anymore. And as much as I want things to continue, I want to keep making the videos on Twitter. I want to keep doing the podcast because, because I'm good at it. I am. I'm my own worst critic, and I do hate a lot of my old videos that I made when I was angry, drunk, and depressed, and and I've done things that I regret, but I got got 15,000 followers on Twitter, and I I know and I've acknowledged that that has no monetary value, but I'm pretty sure that that's more than like almost any other host on the MLB Lockdown Network, and that's not me flexing or bragging. That's me making a point. I didn't get my following the traditional way. I didn't graduate college. I didn't get a job at a radio station. I did it the way Chris did it. And while I'm not proud of everything, I still did it. I think I still got my audience because I love talking baseball and I love the Tigers and I want that to continue. But I also don't want to be a sheep. Like I don't want to spend a year with a foam finger and a Tigers hat with the MLB logo on it, championing and discussing and analyzing a sport that doesn't even have the ingenuity or the communication skills to figure out how to play a season. And I know how this goes. If I was posting this on Twitter, I'd have people saying, you're so self-righteous, calm down, you're overreacting. First of all, while I've done it way too much, overreacting is kind of how I got my audience. So shut up. Secondly, I don't think it is self-righteous. To me, it is irrational to assume that I'm going to allow baseball to spit in my face and expect to be able to shake hands and walk away like it never happened. To me, that is irrational. I would love to have baseball in my life. I want baseball in my life, but it ain't the end-all be-all of my existence. I'll review movies all summer. That's fine. I'm on YouTube. Check out my YouTube page. Those videos are a lot of fun. And guess what? This is not the first time this has happened to me either. So if you're someone who's like, you'll never do this, you'll never take it this seriously, the Detroit Pistons used to be my team. They were appointment television every game from 2003 to 2008. When they won it all in 04, my brother and I cried tears of joy. I still remember that. But then they weren't as good. But I, I was okay with it because they went through a long period of success. It's understandable that they take a few steps backward. But they wallowed in their own mediocrity. They twiddled their thumbs. They were either too cheap or they were too greedy. They were completely delusional regarding their standing in the league as a contender. They gave fans nothing but false hope with no results. And after a while, I turned my back on them. And guess what? They still haven't won a playoff game since the Bush administration. 
and it hurts. But until the day comes when they admit the wrongs of their past and start from scratch, I will barely even acknowledge them. Major League Baseball is in a similar position right now. Not quite to that level, but my support will be considerably less fervent if there's no season. And I encourage every fan out there to feel the way I do. Be upset. You've earned the right to be upset. And as baseball fans, it's time we demand competency. And let people know that if there isn't a season this year, there will be irreversible damage. If that happens, right? if they can completely understand the depth of their potential failure, then maybe cooler heads will prevail and we will see baseball this year. I want that. I want to do the pods. I want to do the post games. I've said that a million times in this segment. But I want to do them with the same level of enthusiasm that I've always had. And it's going to be hard to watch a sport that is so consumed by greed. Maybe this is an eye-opening experience, or maybe in a week we'll have a season and things will be back to normal. But it is completely Major League Baseball's choice. All we can do is voice our frustration. All right. Look, I know I've rambled, but if you're familiar at all with what I do, you know that I'm at my best and most genuine when I speak off the cuff. I'm not I'm not Mr. Teleprompter. I'm, I'm Mr. Reactionary. And I'm just so frustrated by, by the, the slowness of, and just the overall nature of this process. I want things to go back to the way they were, and I'm worried that they won't if there isn't a season. Woo! Okay, so that is going to do it for today's show. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at castellani two o one four. You can follow this show on Twitter at LockdownTigers. And if you have any questions for our mailbag segment, which I'll be doing on Friday, you can send those to this show's Gmail account, LockdownTigers at gmail.com and if you feel up to it go to apple podcast go to itunes leave a positive review for this show it would be much much appreciated a lot to navigate through here man a lot of uncertainty still i hope things will become more clearer here in the next couple days and weeks in the meantime thank you for tuning in thank you for listening have a great rest of your day and still go tigers